Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Alan Wade. He's an award-winning author of Awakening, Out of the Darkness into the Light book. I had the opportunity to speak with him and got connected with him through my good friend, Robert J. Moore. And I had a little conversation with him and I was like, wow, that is an amazing story. So I invited Alan over and um, just today... I checked out his LinkedIn profile and I saw Tony Robbins and we all know how much fascinated I am with Tony Robbins. So Alan, thank you so much for taking the time and coming to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome. So tell us, tell us about your story, but before you get into that story, or maybe we should get into the story of how you got to meet Tony Robbins, if that's okay with you. No, no, that's uh, fine. I met uh, Tony Robbins when he came to Toronto the last time, I believe it was in September. He had a big event in Toronto, so we went down and um, we just, I'd been to Tony Robbins events before, but being almost in the, the front row, we were lucky enough to uh, to have uh, VIP tickets was um it's it's kind of like being in the front row of um, the the greatest motivator there is, right? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. you're right. Um, it it was probably the same event that I went to a month before in August here in uh, Virginia, and uh, it was oh, with, yeah? it was yeah. him and uh, Gary Vaynerchuk came in before him. And just experiencing Tony Robbins for the first time in a stadium, it it almost felt like that I'm at a concert, but then I'm getting fed this amazing information, this amazing motivation. It just like brightens your day. It's, it just opens your mind up to so many things. It's it awesome. Yeah. Actually, the, the concert, uh, that's exactly what it feels like. I've been to uh, many concerts and, going to his um, events, it's, um, you better have your running shoes on because you're going to be busy and uh, hopefully your deodorant uh, works for the whole, like he went for, I believe it was six <laughs> hours straight, no stopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That is a very, very accurate um, description. So Alan, tell us your story. How did you become the author of The Magic Within? Uh, the Actually, that is kind of... Actually, you have two different books. Yeah, and uh, the, the, mag- the Magic Within, How to Transform Your Life, was uh, the first book my partner and I wrote. And um, we, uh, we both suffered some very traumatic uh, events in our lives, and we became uh, addictions counselors, and I worked for uh, a mental health organization in Canada. And we wrote that book, the first one, to to help more people like it was always the organization only can help so many so we wrote that book to reach out to um 
as many people as possible to to uh, to have triumph over trauma, right? And in the first book, I wrote um, a, yeah. a couple pages about uh, what happened to me when I was ten years old. And when I was ten years old, I was uh, raped when I went went into a church by someone from that church, and they basically told me I deserved to be punished. And uh, if I told anyone that uh, I would get punished again. So I wrote that in the first of the Magic Within book, but I, I didn't really go into m- much detail. And I, I, I sort of, you know, when I do a lot of speaking to organizations, the question always came up, well, what did you go through? How did you get over it? And um, those kind of questions. So when I met uh, my good friend, Robert J. Moore, and uh, we did a book together, he told he read my story in that book because we did uh, Magnetic Entrepreneur together. And when he read that, he says, oh, my God, I have a, a similar story of trauma and triumph over trauma. And he said, uh, we should write a book together. So I jumped on that um, opportunity and uh, I went into to much more yeah. details about what happened you know, after I was raped and how it adversely affected me and all the emotions I went through. And so that's how awakening out of the darkness into the light came to exist is because I met this, um, now my mentor and my partner, a friend of mine, and he helped. Uh, he did so much work to get this uh, awakening book out. It's uh, amazing. I owe, I owe him uh a lot for the work you put into that book. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty amazing. Um, having having the courage, right, to come out and talk about these things is it's really it's really amazing. I mean, um. And then having the ability to help others. I mean, that I think that in it itself is, is something that we all are able to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when I uh, wrote Awakening, uh, I put in there and I make sure to tell people that um, um, the first thing I would recommend for getting help is don't do anything the way I did it because... Uh, I did it um, in the 70s. Boys were taught not to cry and not to ask for help. And there was this thing about being strong. And so I went through through everything um, basically by myself. Uh, from 10 to 15, I didn't even know what had happened. And then at 15, when I realized what happened, it was like I was hit with a, a, a sickness of, I, I just couldn't deal with it uh, anymore. I'd gone through already five years of fear, living in total fear, trauma, um, guilt, shame, blaming myself for what had happened. And at 16, I just, um, I couldn't take it anymore. I was without, without hope. And uh, I went and took a, a gun from uh, one of my friend's parents and I went off in the bush and I put that gun in my mouth and I pulled the trigger and, when uh, when nothing happened, uh, the first thing I thought was, "Oh, you can't even get this right," and I tried it again, and that's that's how um, 
how oh, man. I was living in darkness at that time. Yeah. Communication is absolutely very important and um, having an outlet, having that ability or not just ability, but having support and, and a system in place to let people come out and talk about their feelings is super, super important. I mean, that's, man, I, I can't even wrap myself, my, my mind around this and um like how would have felt well yeah that like i said i would tell people not to do anything the way that i did it because um after the the gun incident didn't work out all that sadness and crying that i did i did all that crying in um, in secret because you know boys don't cry um all yeah. that turned to anger and from right. 16 to 27 i i lived in I lived in total anger. It was my um, my shield, my blanket that kept everybody away from uh, mm -hmm. from me, kept everyone in fear, so that no one could hurt me. Right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, how how would you how would you recommend like what what would you recommend that people do? I mean, definitely seek out support, right? Yeah, you, you were absolutely right when you said yeah that talking about it and getting support is is the way to do it, and that that's what I would have done it now because the the funniest part of this whole thing is um, I never really tell the story till I'm a, an addictions counselor and I'm ne I'm nearly yeah. fifty years old and I'm lecturing to the group on uh, abuse and I looked up and said yeah. Uh, I know what it was like to be physically abused, mentally abused, emotionally abused, and sexually abused. And it was like it yeah. slipped. It slipped out. I had no conscious intention of of telling anyone. And I remember that day quite well when I, when I said the words to somebody else. Mm. Um, I I started getting flustered uh, and uh, I started panicking a little bit. And I turned away from the group to compose myself and. When I turned back, I, I I continued with the lecture, but that that was uh, that was actually a, a pivotal day in my journey because I'd already been in a pretty good place up to that point, but it was the last last step in the the journey of totally letting go of of all of that those emotions, all of those feelings, and starting you know to finish off the the healing process totally. So. When you said talking about um, uh, something like that with other people, well, that is very important. That is one of the the best healing uh, ways to heal yourself is to actually talk about it and let it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why you know they have the uh, the groups such as alcohol, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous. Have the groups for single mothers and single parents and whatnot because it's i mean human beings are social animals and there's a reason why there's a social in front of the animal because we love telling stories we love listening to stories and we love communicating our feelings and our thoughts to each other because that's what makes us human and that's what makes puts us in a natural state and our brain is not designed to be, you know, a 
place to store things. It's designed to take things, analyze, and then speak out. Um, one of the things that uh, mm-hmm. that's I'm, I'm a Muslim, right? So one of the things that our prophet says is, you know, you have to share your story. You have to like if you've learned yeah. something good, teach it to some teach it to one more person, teach it to two more people. Because if you're only doing it for yourself, you're yeah. you're not going to make it in the to the hereafter and the hereafter. And um, yeah, that's it's absolutely something that we can do. Wow. Yeah, and you're 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 so right about um, you know speaking it, and uh, people don't uh, realize when they they hold on to um, past uh, things that have happened in their life, or their their resentment towards somebody or something or some organization, that that's kind of eating you up inside and the only way to really move forward in a, in a, in a positive way is to let it go and start speaking about what's going on. And, and you're right. If you have something good to share with, uh, with people, share it. And I get asked a lot right now, why, why I wrote about it and then why I wrote in awakening out of the darkness into the light. Why did I write with so much detail? And really, the only thing I can tell them is, was it was the right thing to do. Like, I want to, yeah. to, I'm not looking for anybody's sympathy or, or, you know, a pat on the back. I'm just a normal guy that learned how to let go. And I want other people to realize, you know what, it's time to stop blaming yourself. Because, you know what, I blame myself for years because that person told me it was my fault I was getting punished, right? Yeah. So the more that yeah. uh, I speak about Absolutely. it, the more that I can reach the people that uh, suffer in silence. And, th- and that's our goal, is to reach out to many people and tell them, you know what, there is triumph over trauma. There is life after the darkness. There, you can You can do it. And if you, like you said, find some support, whether it's uh, an NA group, AA group, uh, sexual assault group, counseling. If you, if you go and do something different, yeah. you're going to get something different in life instead of yeah. getting what you've always got. Right? Yeah, so true. <clears throat> and then there's, there's been so many cases recently too, right? In, in the world, we're, we're hearing of actors like super... Um, super popular or super successful people committing suicide and um, taking their lives. And because of, I mean, mental health has been pretty, pretty high on the radar as of last year, maybe a few years, but I think last year it's, it's been talked about a lot more. In fact, we've had some cases in the community where, you know, somebody took their own life. Somebody took, you know, their own life and, and somebody else's. And um, it's just, it's just crazy. You need, you know, people, you just need to realize that, you know, not everybody is perfect and, and we're, we're not perfect. And even though we might think that, no, I can handle this, I can do this on my own. You still need, you still need to help. You need, you still need help from yeah. someone else. 
You know, I agree uh, totally. I when I um, when I'm lecturing to people, a lot of times people come up and they they tell me in a way that they say, you know, what I know I know what you went through, sort of thing, and um, they they thank me for for being brave enough to um, to speak about it in public. And it's like you say, now it's be becoming more and more. Um, people are realizing that there is a lot of things going on in the world. And, you know, part of the, the process is get rid of the stigma behind mental health. And when somebody needs help or asks for help, just help them or guide them to, to somebody that's going to, um, to be able to help them. And it's like you said, these people that are very rich and very powerful and they seem to have, the perfect life. Well, why are they, why are they ending their life in a, uh, in what most people would want? Well, it's because of stuff inside, right? Yeah. Exactly, and that's some that reminds me back to Tony Robbins. Um, so when I attended the event, um, he had, uh, I think towards the end of it, or maybe towards the middle, I can't remember, but he had the photo up of Robin Williams. And he said he had the opportunity to speak with so many people who were on the ledge to, you know, take their life. And he brought them, you know, he basically turned it around for them. And he said if he had the opportunity to speak with Robin Williams, you know, he would have done the same thing. And it, it just comes down to show, you know, we we know people with such big hearts and we know people with uh, such amazing things. It's it's just, just mind-boggling. And um, I'm sure he shared that same story with the event that you were at. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that, you know what, that is one of the tragedies of life, Um I was there. Uh, I know what it's like when you you feel like it's hopeless. It's um, it um, there's no way to. For me, it was uh, the constant feelings, the constant memories, the mm-hmm. the pain I was going through. And yeah, that day that I I put that gun in my mouth, I can tell you, I know what it's like to be right at the door and to yeah. to jump over the edge. But when I pulled that trigger, that gun didn't work and. So, you know, that, that darkness, the more people that can hear the message that there is always a light and you know what, talk to someone, ask for help is the first step to changing, changing your life. And, and those are, those were things I didn't do. And, um, and now that's one of the focuses of me is of my purpose in life is to tell people, you know what? Even in the worst of your darkness, hang on, hang on for one more minute, hang on for one more day. You never know what's around the corner because if at 16 I would have succeeded in um, killing myself, I wouldn't have had uh, my, my great kids that I have. I wouldn't have my, my loving partner, but I wouldn't be on this, uh, in this field where I'm helping people change, change their lives because like Tony Robbins, I've had a lot of people I support on the verge of suicide, and I've helped them to get through one more day, right? 
Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely an amazing quality and an amazing uh, thing to do. What's also uh, interesting um, of all this mental health talk, right? Um, since I've been part of the the podcasting community, there's there's some really there's there's a few podcasts that are talking about depression. They're talking about mental health, talking about the different things that people have to go through and how there's help available. Um, in fact, one of, uh, one of the podcasts is pop psych one one and, um, you know, they're talking about the psychology of it all and how it relates to movies and how it relates to people. And, um, I'll have, uh, I'll have him come on, come on the podcast later this month, but, They've got a really, really amazing stories on there. And I think that's another way, like if, if there's something that, because a lot of people, a lot of, I guess a lot of times what happens is, is you just uh, keeping those thoughts to yourself, like you mentioned, you're just keeping those thoughts to yourself and you just keep thinking about over and over. And the, the key is to just get the word out, like, remove it from your body. I mean, just like, and it's, it's, it's gonna, I don't know if it's going to sound insensitive, but we eat food and then we have to get rid of the excess, the bad stuff from our body, because if you don't, it's going to make us sick. And so the same thing happens when, you know, there's something bad in our heads and we're not getting it out. It's just going to make us sicker and sicker. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you're a fan of Tony Robbins. He tells you all the time that what you're thinking about, you're creating, right? So imagine yes. you're thinking about um, uh, life. Life is hard. Life is terrible. Um, life is unfair. And you keep thinking about this and why Why is it, doesn't anything go for me? Or you focus on traumatic event that uh, has happened in your life and you blame yourself. Well, mm-hmm. the, the more you have that running around in your head, the more you, it becomes your life. Yeah. So the, the key exactly. to what you just said is, and it's, it's pretty simple, is ask for help. Talk to, talk to someone. D- don't do yes. like I did. I was, uh, my programming, we, we're all programmed. I had beliefs that, uh, that were instilled in me by, like you, like you said, TV, the radio, the teachers, police, my parents, my brothers, my um, environment. Oh, you're supposed to be a yes. tough guy. You don't ask for help. Well, those are all somebody else's beliefs. And if you go with those beliefs, you're, you're never going to ask for help. Well, I'm here to tell you right now that those beliefs will keep you exactly where you are. And you don't want to be there. Going to ask for help is uh, a sign of strength beyond, yeah, beyond, oh, I can get through this myself. No, no. It is. Asking for help is is, is a real strength. And for Absolutely. men and women to step up and say, you know what, I need help, I have the utmost um, respect for because you're right. We can't do it all by ourselves. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's that was a really heavy chat for sure, and uh, and you know, 
not to make a light of it, it's very important for anybody and everybody to just pay attention to what they're putting in their minds, what they're putting in their heads, and how we can uh, overcome it by communicating. And that's one good thing about um, the television programming and these days. Um, even in cartoons, even for kids' cartoons, they're explaining, hey, if you're feeling something, you got to speak it out. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to... Um, and they're they're teaching that at a very young age, you know, television programming, cartoons. But there's still, you know, there's there's like a lot of morals, underlying morals that are being taught in television and in uh, the media. And um, I'm just glad that we have this openness in the world now that we can, that, you know, it's okay to talk about this kind of things. And it's, it's not going to affect you. It's not going to say that you're not strong. It's that you're not, you know, worthy of any, you know, something else. No, I, I, I agree totally. The, the media needs to actually even set that message out even more. It's great that it's come out to uh, the kids and kids are, are beginning to hear that it's okay to ask for help. But the, the media has to get it out even even more that it, you know what it's 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 all right it's you're there's nothing wrong with you it's if you're asking for help it's actually a, a sign of um strength of realization that you know what i need some help and i'm not going to let my uh, ego or what anyone else says stop me from getting it and that's what the problem is is we worry about what other people will think about us, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I worry that um, exactly. if anyone's seen so. uh, me cry or ask for help or weakness in me, that they would just, you know, I'm not even sure what I was thinking, but I'm uh, probably something about being teased as a kid or a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, you know... That was my own programming. And then looking up and saying in the 70s, something like that against the church, how many people would have believed a 10-year-old kid or a 25-year-old man Mm -hmm. or even like now, it's it's a little bit more out there, but there's still this, this people coming forward with fears of being ostracized or, you know, whatever they're feeling that's stopping them from saying that something happened to me, you know, five years ago, five days ago, five yeah. minutes ago. So the, the getting the message out that, um, yeah, that it's okay, that it, it's all right to ask for help is quite important. And I'm yeah. glad that the kids are hearing that now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, some of the questions that I asked towards the end of the episode are, so, you know, you told us your journey and your story and how you, uh, you know, overcame those struggles and, and wrote a book and, you know, you found, found the help and you um, found partners to help you get that story out, which is really amazing. And 
it's really helpful for the world uh, to hear. So something, uh, since this is, uh, since we talk about hacks and hobbies here on the podcast every once in a while, and so wanted to ask this question. So what is one hobby that you wish you got into? The hobby I would have liked to, to got, get into when I was a kid because I really loved cars would have been race car driving. Yeah. Ooh, that's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. Um, the old days, we, we made a lot of hot rods and stuff, but um, there was no mm-hmm. racetracks where we could have really, really went out and actually had some fun. So I would have, I, even today, I still have dreams of being a race car driver. Well, it's um, never too late. You can always give it a try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost, I thought about going to um, one of those racing schools mm-hmm. just to experience it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a few years ago, they would have these um, um, Groupons where you can purchase and get to drive these race cars and, and, and uh, either in, the, in, in a closed track or, a, or on the plain roads. But yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so what is one of your favorite movies or TV shows? You know what? I like this uh, movie. It's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. called uh, Travelers. Travelers. A, okay. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. It's about people from uh, the future coming back to the past um mm-hmm. they, they take the the conscious mind of uh somebody that's just about to die and they come back mm-hmm. to the past to to help mankind to to you know create a world that's uh, a much better place because in the future mankind's basically ruined the world and now they're all dying yeah yeah so i'll have to check it out yeah. it sounds really cool um, okay. So thanks. Thanks for that tip. I, I will definitely check it out. All right. So what is your favorite superhero? You know what? My favorite superhero would be Iron Man because you know what? If, um, if, if, you know, Tony Stark's an amazing inventor and billionaire, but a normal person with the suit could be a superhero, right? It's the, the suit yes. that makes him the superhero. The fact that he built it, of course, is great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would I would do Iron Man. I, I yeah. really like Iron Man. Yeah. Nice. Um, he's one of my nice. favorite su- superheroes also um, because he has the ability to yeah. build something like that. I mean, that mind yeah. is just yeah. full of so much genius. Being able to build that suit out yeah. Yeah. in the caves... Right. It's like, wow, that's crazy. All right, cool. So last question. If you were a board game, like a board game like Scrabble or, you know, Monopoly or whatever, which one would you be? A board game, a good board game. You know what? I like, uh, there's a few board games. I like Risk because it's kind of like playing chess Mm -hmm. with uh, a bunch of people. So, so I'm uh, more about strategies and yeah. forward thinking. So I think Risk would be my board, the board game I like the most. It's the one I played the most. So, yeah. Nice. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much for your time and energy and telling us a story. 
really enjoyed learning your story and talking about Tony Robbins, talking about mental health and talking about being able to, you know, reach out. And because, because you are not weak, we are all very strong and it makes you stronger when you reach out and ask for help because asking is a very strong thing to do. Not everybody's able to do that. No. So reach out. Um, where can people find you and the books that you have out? Uh, the people can find me on our uh, website. It's called uh, the magic within series.com. Okay. And uh, if they want to email us, they can email me there or they can email me at uh, the magic within series at gmail.com. The books, the books are out on amazon.com and amazon.ca. Um, Awakening has been live for a month now. And um, The Magic Within, which was the, the first book that we wrote, is on uh, amazon.ca as well. So, yeah, if they have any questions, anyone wants to reach out to, uh, to us, they can contact us at uh, the magic within series because it's a series of books dot uh, com okay perfect thank you so much and i'll be sure to include the links to all of the properties on the show notes as well as uh we're creating a guest profile for all of our guests on the hex and hobbies website with all of the contact information so they can easily find you. Perfect. And you know what? I want to thank you so much for for helping me to, to get the story out. So I greatly appreciate your help and what you're doing as well. Thank you for, for doing what you're doing. Absolutely. You're welcome so much. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much again. We'll talk thank, to you thank, soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.